I love walking. I don't love running very much. I've tried it. It's not my thing. But I do love walking. I love moving my body and looking at the nature. I love looking at people that I cross, the houses in the neighborhood. I love looking at their gardens. I live in the countryside and this is this is where I love walking. I don't really love walking in the city where there's many people and a lot of noise. Anyway, let me get to the point. Remember when it was recommended everywhere that you should walk at least 10,000 steps every day? I don't know when that was, but there was a time when everyone got out, went out and got a Fitbit or a Garmin or whatever step counter you could get your hands on and start measuring your steps. And now even your phone has a pedometer built in, at least mine does. And it's almost become like a race that you have to get your 10k steps in. I've seen I've seen shows on TV where just before midnight they'd run around the corridors just to get their their 10 steps uh, 10k steps in. And and many people I know they they're sort of proud of their achievements and they even post on social media that they've hit, you know, a high like oh I I did a I I've I've reached 17,000 steps or something. At one point a friend actually proudly showed me that her average steps per day was 17,000. Which, you know, means that some days she even walked more and, yeah. And all I could think about was, how do you get the time? And how do you get the time to walk that much? And, and hello, do you ever sit down and chill? This was what I was thinking. You know, recently, I tossed out my step counter. I am done with this race. It almost became like a competition. A competition that I always lost. Because I never get my 10k steps in. And I was annoyed with myself. I was stressing myself out that I wasn't getting, you know, I wasn't walking as much as my friends. I was asking them, how do you get, how do you do it? And... And they'd say I'd walk from the parking lot to the, to, to the office or um, at lunch. They'd go for a walk or something. And, and I'm thinking, but I do that too. How? Or, I, I don't really have an office in that sense. But I, yeah, I, I was annoyed that I didn't get... At some point, I even thought there must be something wrong with my Fitbit. It's not working correctly. How am I only getting 3 to 4K in a day? But my friends, they easily get 10K or more. I didn't get it, so the machine must be wrong. (laughs) That said, I don't sleep with my watch on, and I don't really wear it when I'm just at home. So I I probably put it on, you know, when I walk outside, when I when I go outside somewhere, and so so the steps from at home, uh, go walking to the toilet, or the kitchen or something, they're not really counted. But, you know, I doubt that those steps account for the missing six to 7,000 steps <laughs> I'm not doing. And my husband, he will laugh because I do have a small bladder and I go pee very often. <laughs> but not that often. Anyway, the first time I heard about relaxing and, 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 and downtime for your body um, was when I, I heard a lecture from, someone, from uh, Dr. Libby Weaver. She's an Australian biochemist and nutritionist, and she helps women lose weight and live healthy and happy. I love her work because 
her background is similar to mine as I'm a biotech engineer and I therefore feel that we're speaking sort of the same language. And she's written several books and does lots of online webinars and online courses that I highly recommend that you check out. I love her books. She writes very easy, it's easy to understand uh, where she's coming from. Um, and, and she explains things very easily. At least I think so. But check out um, her website. It's drlibby.com. And anyway, in one of her lectures, she was saying um, how she swapped her workout routine with um, to, to Qigong. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. It's, it's sort of a practice where you move your body very slowly and consciously. And she didn't really believe it herself, but her clothes actually started to loosen and she lost weight. And she thought, how could I be losing weight when I'm doing less and I'm slowing down my movements? You know, haven't we always been taught that you need to run or move more to lose weight? Burn calories, you have to go to an aerobics class or spinning class. So how is it that Dr. Libby lost weight by slowing down her movements? It's quite simple, actually, and I'm going to try and explain what happens. You see, we live in a high-stress world where everything has a deadline and preferably everything has to be done, you know, yesterday. The world is so quick and we're expected to follow everything. And especially with all our technologies, we're supposed to be available 24-7 and we can get information about anything all the time. There's just no more downtime. But the problem is that our biology hasn't caught up to it. It hasn't adapted to this fast-paced world. See, I'm already just out of breath just thinking about all the things that we're supposed to be doing all the time. And without any downtime, without any time for the body to understand that we don't need to be doing something right now or rushing or get in this in in this because we have five minutes oh I can just get this thing in or something when we keep doing that our body thinks we're in danger and when we do it all the time the body thinks it's in danger all the time and when so the body sets in the stress response you've probably heard about that the fight and flight response and and it activates this response when the body thinks it's in danger. And this is an unconscious thing that happens. Um, so you might, even, you might not even notice that it's happening. It, it, it's, your brain gets a, uh, a signal from the environment and, and it, it super quickly decides whether this is safe or it's not safe. And if it, if it deems that this is safe and uh, not safe, it will activate the stress response. And... And these can be perceived threats. You know, the, the brain doesn't know the difference between um, if there's an actual lion or you just think there's a lion behind the behind, or you think that I have to reply this email because um, I don't know why, but you have to reply these emails before something um, or something very dangerous might happen. And so your body um, goes into the stress response. And this means that it shuts down all other essential processes like digestion or reproduction or, you know, and, and because it thinks that it's in danger and it's running away from some, you need to, you know, you might need to run away from something. It's holding on to all calories um, it has in the body because you might need the extra energy. 
And if this this is prolonged, also then um, it your body also gets better at 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 retrieving more calories from the food that you're eating. I don't know. I hope that makes sense to you. So you eat your food and your body takes what it needs. And when you're under stress, your body actually takes more of what needs. Anyway, let me know if you're not clear about that. I can, I can try and explain more in detail. But to move on, and instead of slowing down and showing our body that we're safe... When we're in the stress response, what do we do? You know, we rush out to the gym or we go for a run. And what do we what do we do then? We're just reinforcing what our body is already doing. In the stress response, your your heart rate's increased, your breathing is is heavier. Um, you know, everything is more alert. And so when we're exercising, we're just doing the same thing. We're increasing our heart rate, we're breathing heavy more heavy, and we're just increasing basically the stress response. And, and so this is why our body won't necessarily shed any of these kilos. Um, because it's only when you slow down and you move with more consciousness. You stop running. Be more mindful and purposely relax your body. You know, think when I, when I say that, I mean you think of a body part, your arm. Relax your arm. You know, think about your shoulders are they up by your ears or are they down? Are, are, they, are they relaxed? How is your pelvic region? This is often where we hold on to a lot of emotion and a lot of stress is in our, in our pelvic, in our hips. You know, is it relaxed? And when we do that, when we relax like that, we're sending a signal to our bodies that it's no longer in danger and we can relax. And now, when it's relaxed, it's now ready to shift in to the to the to the healing state, to the to the rest and relax state. And now it's ready to digest properly, and and to start all its wonderful chemical biochemical processes to function optimally, and ultimately to shed those extra kilos. So, back to my step counter. Basically, I was stressing myself out so much about not reaching this number, this 10K number. And in this way, I was actually getting the opposite result of what ultimately I'm looking for, which is good health, feeling good, being happy, and, um, and maybe shedding the extra kilos. So instead of stressing myself out, I tossed my step counter I don't want to stress about it anymore. I get the steps in that I get in and the rest doesn't matter. And I'm just happy about the steps that I do do. And I try to relax, love my body, honor my body um, and do the best that I can, right? Now at this point you might be thinking, but I relax when I go out for a run. And... If you're one of these people, then let me let me explain what's happening. You see, this I would I would uh, argue that this only happens if you're a regular runner. If if you if you're used to running, and you use your run for as stress release to get away from it all, then your body already knows what it's doing. So 
it is like muscle memory. It it un, it un, understands what you're doing already when you put on your shoes, and you put on your gear. It's like oh, it it sort of understands. All right, you know what? I'm going out for a run now. I understand, and it goes out and it does its thing. And and when you're doing that, because your body already knows what it's doing, you can spend more time um, shutting off your brain, and uh, and you go into this meditative state. You may not be enhancing your stress uh, response in the same way as a as a beginner runner would would in in this in circ in uh, in these circumstances. Um, but I would still like for you to like I'd still encourage you to pay attention and and see how you feel because if you're really stressed and you think I need to just go out for a run and you go out for a run and then just try to notice what happens. Just, just pay attention. That's all I, I really want to want to tell everyone. Just pay attention to what's happening in your body, because your body always has, um, like your body is always sending you signals. Your body is always um, telling you how it's doing and what it needs and what what um, what you can do for it for optimal health and and to feel good and to heal and to. Um, just be at your best, but you know most of us don't know how to how to pay attention to listen to it. Um, but and the first step is just to is just to pay attention, just notice what's going on. And you may also also be someone who's thinking, but you know what? I after a gym session or a really good workout session, um, um, at my at my favorite boxing club, for instance, um, let me just get a shout out to Marie, um, and hit me uh, with Marie. Uh, her boxing classes are are amazing, and um, um, and and you feel really good after a session, and it's the best stress release for you. Maybe this is what you're thinking, and you that may also be true sometimes, but not all the time. You need to listen to your body. You need to pay attention and know what it needs. Sometimes you need um, uh, rest and relax, and sometimes it's really good for you to to get it out and and get this amazing uh, hit workout, high intensity interval workout uh, for you. Because when you work out and you really get your sweat going, you produce endorphins, and endorphins is like your naturally uh, produced drugs in your body and they make you feel really good like all drugs do <laughs> they make you high and because you're high you're relaxing they relax your muscles but i would argue that if you go into a workout in a high stress mode your endorphins are basically just masking up they're hiding what your body is really trying to tell you so you won't be able to listen to hear what your your body's actually uh, wants and needs and sometimes um, I've I've had this before where you work out and after a session you're just so exhausted you're just collapsing because you're so tired you're so exhausted you're so <sighs> that's it and then you relax and then that's how you relax but maybe it would have been better to relax before you may know the story of when I when I went back to work after my first baby and I was desperate to, f to get my body back um, or, or to get some kind of connection to my body again. I thought I didn't recognize myself anymore. And, and I, I, want, I was going to work um, and I was rushing to my boxing class and I was rushing back home to be with my baby. 
And in that time, I was basically rushing, rushing, rushing all the time. And I wasn't losing any weight. And I wasn't happy. And at some point, I just collapsed. I just, I just couldn't take it anymore. And I burned out. And because I had been taught that if you want to shed pounds, if you want to shed kilos, you have to um, go to this high interval, you know, high intensity workout. You have to um, get your heart rate up. You have to uh, sweat. Uh, that's the only way to burn calories. That's, that's what I was taught. Um, but ultimately, uh, that was wrong. That is wrong. <laughs> so what, you know, what I just want to encourage you is to pay attention. Notice how you feel. Um, what's happening in your body? You know, what does your body need right now? Does your body need uh, a nice walk in the forest, uh, connecting with nature? Does your body just need to sit down and, and just be connected a little bit to the earth? You know, walk barefoot in the grass or... Um, do you need to just lie down on, on a yoga mat? Sometimes that does really great things for my back. Um, I can hear it crack all the way when, when I lie down on the floor. Or, or do you need to go for a run? Or do you need a high-intensity workout? Um, you know, just notice what is it your body wants and needs to be healthy and energized. Because your body is a wonderful thing. It always wants what's best for you. It always wants to be healthy and energized, and it wants to feel good, but you need to let it, you need to let, to open up for that communication channel, and understand what your body needs, what does it need to relax, and to be able to heal, and to get stronger, so for today, what does your body need today, thanks for listening, 